At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always cover alien races. When we do, they love to gamble in Vegas. This is Hysteria 51. Put a dollar in, I got a car. 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 Okay, I think I get it. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, I'm your host, Brent Hand, and we are Sands. Go forth this week. Hopefully it is his monthly bath. <laughs> Not quite. He's actually in Nashville repping forth in uh, our company at Podcast Movement, and I'm stuck here on babysitter duty for the two fucking ass clown Speaking robots. Speaking of stuck, how does a duck get a loaf of bread out of his ass without tipping off his rabbi? Stop. No, just no fucking jokes this week, or hopefully ever from you. They, they just suck. For once we are in agreement. And now I feel dirty from saying that, and I'm the one who needs a bath. Well, hopefully you should go play in water, and then while you'll do that, I will do the show. But not by myself. Tonight, I am welcoming back Andy and Art from Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast and Lala Hour. It gets longer every time I have you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. on here. <laughs> they are, they're taking over for the missing go-forth again. This is becoming kind of a habit. Maybe a little bit. I mean, you just seem to like babysitting clowns. Oh, yeah. oh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't quit us, Brent. We did bring some gifts. <laughs> Hand me your uh, belt, if you will, please. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I was, I, I, I was excited because I was like, you guys got a topic. You're like tall aliens. You know, here you go. This is what I want to talk about. <laughs> You ask us for anything, we're immediately saying tall aliens. Knock and the door shall be open. The very well, actually, tall alien door. Actually, in your writer that you guys sent me for whatever reason, it said whatever we talk about, it has to be white. And I was like, okay, well, that's where. Well, you know. <laughs> Nothing really takes a podcast off like a race joke right off the bat. <laughs> we we meant more of a, like the different sauces and things that we include in our rider, which is like we'll only eat ranch, oh. Alabama, you know, white barbecue sauce, Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo sauce. I need a bathtub full of bechamel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy there's no semen jokes in there, and then I just ruined it. Alien oh yeah, come. We want a lot of come too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fear Factor with Joe Rogan. Uh, it is alien species this week, and we have we haven't done one in a while, so I'm actually excited to be talking aliens again. Tall White sounds like a double A ball team from Poughkeepsie. That really does. Like it, it does kind of come off as it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Seabot is not wrong. Seabot, you know, uh, Brent, you know this. We've been good friends with Seabot for a long, long time. <laughs> Um, well, I heard you guys are such good friends. And speaking of ball, you guys got season tickets to the Cleveland Guardians. Now, that's right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. we're big Guardians fans. Huge Guardian heads. Oh, oh yeah. boy, big Guardian heads. We love, we love the team. We love oh, the yeah. big, that big statue oh. thing that it is named I, after. I bleed Guardian, <laughs> which also is a white sauce. I don't <laughs> yeah, know yeah, it's very much so. <laughs> so, getting into it, there's been a lot of reported alien races out there. And um, I asked, like I said, I asked for the topic and boom, you guys came up with the whites. Interestingly enough, though, you guys just released your episode on the grays this last week. That's, That's true. right. That was, we did. Yeah. We talked about like, the grays. You're just like, we need to talk more and more alien races. So we're other, trying to go through it like spectrally by the color gradient. So <laughs> That's right. we're working our way. You know, then we're going to get to the reds and then the oranges and oh, then the yellows we get to the and mauves. then the greens. <laughs> right. The mauves. Right. The short mauves. The short mauves. <laughs> Everyone hates those. The friends of the <laughs> the avians. It, it's, it is an interesting. We've talked a lot of races here. that We did the grays. We did a few of them. Then we did kind of like an all-inclusive, all-in-one episode where we talked about like, um, here's a blurb 
on 30 of them, you know, or oh, they, yeah. just, and it always blows my mind how much info people have, oh. their, their heights, their bowel movements, their all this <laughs> stuff. And it's just like, <laughs> man, let's, let's say that it's for, we're going to suspension of belief here. We're going to say it's all fake. Who's just at home? I'm like, oh man. And then I know like, what's the normal amount to fucking, you know, the, this and that, and how much vitamin A do they need in their diet? And like, <laughs> well, actually yeah. gray aliens prefer cool ranch Doritos yeah. to nacho cheese. <laughs> you would know that if you weren't such a tool. <laughs> <laughs> I like too, that it's, it's not, not every fact about extraterrestrials is even interesting. No, <laughs> it's no, not, no, there's not even a lot of stuff that's <laughs> out there. You could do You could say anything and they you have four like, fingers. Well, they're about the same height as a human. It's like, well, that's boring. <laughs> Why shouldn't they be 40 feet tall? They're a lot like and humans. they come buildings. <laughs> they're a lot like humans. But very attractive, or, or, or like, and we're gonna get into this one too. And I thought it was funny, like they can pass as humans, yeah. and they do. And then it gets into them; their eyes are on the sides of their head, and they're mostly blue with white pupils. And then they have white blah blah. And we'll get into it. And I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> It does that. And then I thought of all the times I've been to Walmart. And I go, no, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like, you just yeah. Go, no, you guys are. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're now talking about whites, you know, the tall whites here, but we got, we can't talk about them without getting into the, the man of the hour here. The guy is the main point of the information on them. Like he's the guy who like, if you need to know about the whites, you talk to him because he says he worked with them uh, via or via the inner the internet via the, the U S military one, Mr. Charles James hall. And like we were just saying info of plenty. Um, yeah. yeah. And he's detailed uh, his purported experiences with them into six whole fucking books thick books <laughs> not now not just them but six it's six volumes yeah of the millennial hospitality series which that name in and of itself <laughs> just fucking just breathes so many jokes in my head. it definitely does i, I mean like not to be you know um a one medium pony though chuck also has a documentary walking with the tall whites with uh, it came out in 2020 and you can catch it on amazon prime still you can. yeah yeah two dollars and 99 cents two dollars best three bucks you'll spend <laughs> That's in true. your life hysteria nation and everything is said straight face oh yeah manu- ma- uh, matter of fact better better than melatonin it'll put you to sleep <laughs> Best three bucks you ever spent. Hey, Brent, I, uh, we have a surprise for you, actually. Uh-oh. Charles Hall, we brought him today with us. <laughs> come in, come in, Charles. Did he bring any aliens with him? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was with the aliens before, but then they fell asleep in the car, and I didn't want to wake them up because they need their rest. It was a long trip here. <laughs> you guys watch do you guys watch rick and morty at all yeah did you see the one a couple weeks ago where jerry uh is with like the cinnabites from hellraiser so in hellraiser they 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 want like the pain is pleasure to them right so they're hanging out with jerry because he's the lamest douchebag on earth and it's so painful yeah, it's so painful yeah. so they're like <laughs> he's like let's do something i like to call jerry Oki, and they're like oh <laughs> they're outside talking to rick and he comes back and he's like good news everyone they have the entire smash mouth catalog and he's like oh. <laughs> and like i i just think after listening to to charles talk he's on their list of guys that got oh definitely for sure oh, definitely so a little quick and dirty on charles hall he's a he's a nuclear physicist ex-military american weather specialist and author that is a, a you know a, a resume. resume. Yeah, yeah. Ex military, like so many whistleblowers. Um, he was actually in the Air Force. So many former military are the ones that come forward, and I think that makes sense. If it was to be true, they would probably be privy to these kind of things. Um, so I, I guess that part would stand a reason. Does that hold more weight for you guys when someone says, "Well, I used to piddle fart around with aliens, and I was in the military"? I a little, maybe a little. Yeah, I'll I think say, so. I'll say, why, I'll say why. I'm a little bit skeptical because some people who have claimed to be ex-military 
you know, and they say, oh, I was in this branch of the service and Stolen I didn't valor. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that they didn't actually, they weren't actually in the military right. or there's no verifiable evidence right, to say right, that right. this is of true. Of course you can't find it. I told you all the top secret shit. I did. Yeah. They They're erasing ex- my identity. It was expunged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Like, I just want one day to find out that everything I was so skeptical about was true. Oh, like, my God. The, I'm the asshole. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, it's all true. Most of it is all true. Like, most of the <laughs> shit that is not true was the shit you thought was true. Yeah. yeah okay. I'd love to eat crow. Somebody, yeah. like, everything you said about everything was wrong, I'd be like, well, damn. That euphemism actually comes from the avian people who uh, are <laughs> at war with the crow people. That's right? true. So that came to Earth because of them. So. It was more about, you know, intergalactic uh, cannibalistic genocide. But... <laughs> <laughs> and on earth on earth it translates to you you know be made humble yeah <laughs> icg if you're in the know <laughs> all right so now to the good stuff or well, the, the stuff i'll say charles claims that the u.s military uh they've had contact with and worked alongside the toll whites since the 50s now the 50s are a time when like oh. I don't know if that's because right after Roswell or what, but that seems to be the jumping off point that most people come into these stories. Chef's kiss. You got Project Blue Book. You got the Roswells. You got the uh, the other one that was in Texas that I can't remember. Uh, oh, that rancher. Yeah. That, yeah. The, and, the ranch uh, crash. You know, you've got um, Right Pat. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything really picks up speed after yeah, 1949. So they're, they're, they're bringing they're bringing all this stuff. Maybe that was like the the signal to the cosmos or or, or whatever right. that we're ready to, to understand. And now he says the tall whites enjoyed their time here on planet Earth, literally <laughs> so much so that he says the the sixties. These beings like to unwind by donning disguises, including sunglasses. Think like men in black suits. I don't know if you guys they'd say they'd put like lipstick on and paint their faces. And oh, they shit. were looking good. And wait for it. <laughs> Oh, surrounded by CIA handlers, uh, they went to fucking uh, Las Vegas and gambled. That's where they went. And no one was the wiser because it was the 60s in Vegas. That shit just, that's the way it went. Hey, the mob was in charge back then. This is the golden age of Vegas. <laughs> you you know that fucking Sinatra was there with them. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Hey, Gleek Blorb, let's fucking go get some broads, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it my way. Yeah. And then, and then Gleek Blorb is like, we'll do it my way. <laughs> and Charles Hall was like, I enjoy your singing voice. Mr. Sinatra. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about some of my observations at your show. Why are you asleep? Uh, yeah. So yeah, we got that going for us. Uh, he went on to say their crafts are capable of traveling faster than the speed of light because Einstein was actually wrong about relativity. I led him astray as a joke and he just kept running with it. Seabot, you came up with E equals MC squared? No, I got him into strippers and blow. Oh, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seabot, baby. Jesus. Anyway, uh, Hall said no cameras were allowed at the site because, you know, who needs fucking proof? And <laughs> uh, where these beings were held has since been wiped off the map, just oh, destroyed. Like, it's yeah. no longer there because, you know, reasons for that as well. But when you encounter the tall whites, it's such a shock that you're not sure. He said, if you're looking at a ghost or an angel, if you're, or if you're dreaming, because when we say whites, it makes you think of skin tone or color, but right. they're actually like paper. White. Right, right, right. Like white is like translucent. Yes. Right. You know, well, the paper, that's what they said. And they were, paper's kind of an interesting way to say it too, because they were very, and we'll get into this, but easily damaged. Right. Uh, yes. They're like origami. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So, (laughs) thanks. What shenanigans were these peeps up to? And uh, more stories from Charles Hall. That's coming up after the break on Hysteria Fifty (laughs) One. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school, or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks, or did you try to use some Weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college, and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor, and we use it, Rosetta Stone. They're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. (laughs) 
I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. time we're learning yeah let's learn let's learn hysteria nation <laughs> time for education now i want you guys to remember this is science <laughs> <laughs> so you can quote this and if you're if your teachers say anything just yeah write us letters shout you know kids kids listening i hope a lot of children are listening war history dot com <laughs> is a site and they quoted us in an article one time and they said the historians Brent Hand and, and John wow. Goldberg and I'm like I will never tell anyone to go to this website <laughs> <laughs> they should have referred to you as the hysterians thank the, you hey. Ooh, we were talking about the Nazi bell and they needed a you know a it just so happened that they were looking online and we had released an episode and they're like, these guys are talking about the these historians. <laughs> yeah, That's how you go. should introduce yourself from now on, Brian. I, yeah. Hi, I'm a historian <laughs> and overweight. Uh, <laughs> uh, so like we said, uh, luckily for us, the tall whites as, as this alien race were broken down in multiple volumes mm-hmm. by, by Chucky or give us some of the highlights you were going to learn more about this race of alien beings than you ever wanted to. Let's let's start right off the bat. What do you think of when you think of aliens? You think of alien abduction, yep, right? Robin. Like if you were going to do a family feud style thing, it would be alien abduction. Let's get this out of the way. They're not Good interested. Answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> let's see it on the board. How many people think of abduction? <laughs> Ding. That's the they're, number one they, answer. They're uninterested in it. They don't care. They're not here to abduct us. They're not here to take us. They're, I, I, one of the things I like about the tall whites is, is they get it. They use our planet as what it is, a rest stop. <laughs> a giant galactic rest stop. Yeah, we're the road ranger in the cosmos. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, literally, yeah. They, they, on, their, on their massive galactic travels, they stop here to refuel and party. Um, <laughs> Vegas, baby. We already kind of touched about this. You know, they, they are legitimately like snow, like paper, mm-hmm. uh, white, a very, very, very thin. And um, they use... Uh, you know, kind of many genetic manipulations to kind of arrive at their current appearance, you know, and we can, uh, we could probably talk a little bit more about their appearance later, but you know, they're very, uh, they're tall, yeah, white, and they have long hair. Now I want, I do want to say that I went to the, to the, the, the sheets, the records, the, the truth on the internet, yeah. right. Uh, cryptid wiki. Yes. Right. And it tells us to remember that all white aliens, because it's not just the tall whites, all White aliens are subspecies of what you just covered, the gray aliens. And wow. that is what that that genetic manipulation they dabbled with. So they're Apexians. They're a lineage. A lineage of Apexians. You know, wow. it's at some point in time, they diverged from. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. 
So these, yeah, these Apexians did so much banging across the galaxy. They just, oh, oh man, fucking across the cosmos, man. Just that's 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 how we got here. I know. Yeah. I, just, I can feel it in my bones. You know, they say we're made of stars, but we are made of people who <laughs> fucked at around different stars. That's right. That's right. And he wants to tell us about their home. Tell oh us about my where they come God. from. God, yeah, they have a they have a beautiful home world wherever it is. Uh, it's much warmer. Than our Earth, like the Predators, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's the Yetja. Thank you very much. Uh, that comes from Crypto Wiki too. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, uh, historian hand, hand historian. Um, <clears throat> so they like the desert here on Earth because mm-hmm. it reminds them of home. Um, you know, uh, tall tall whites uh, have entered into arrangements with uh, the U.S. government so that they could have parts of the Mojave Desert mm-hmm. all to themselves. I tried to enter an arrangement with my wife a couple times, but she just keeps telling me no, but I think that's a different kind of arrangement. <laughs> uh, Brent didn't get the Hall Pass. <laughs> the Charles Hall Pass. He wanted to fuck Charles Hall. <laughs> Is it? Hey, Syrian Nation, Brent wanted to fuck Charles Hall. Am I this transparent? You're a tall white. You're that level of transparent. You want to fuck Charles Hall. Really? That is the only reason. We got reason, the scoop. The only reason I did this episode is that it, is so it wouldn't make my internet search history so weird. It's like, why is he constantly? Oh, he was researching for an episode for the last. Oh, thank God. It was just for aliens. years. I always put nude after whatever I'm searching for just in case. Well, how many times can one IP address search Charles Hall nude, Charles Hall shirtless, Charles Hall wet? They're not into abductions. Why does he keep putting tentacle at the end? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, send me up for that Charles Hall tentacle hentai. I'm going to have sex with you with my tentacles. Uh, I've begun my I've begun my penetration. And, oh yes, coitus, coitus, coitus. Please oh, stop saying that, sir. I'm I am going to ejaculate now. <laughs> Uh, so oh, yeah. anyway, this 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 deal with the government works mm-hmm. out great uh, for the tall whites, which makes sense because they have a habit. They only enter into arrangements that benefit them. Great negotiators. Isn't that the dumbest fucking statement? <laughs> that was in everything that I looked into. Yeah. They're like, they only enter in agreements that are good for them. Well, no shit. Do you go like, hey, uh, can I stay here? No. And we're also going to take your ship. Okay. I'll go agree to that. Like, no. Like, of course, got to be mutually, you would hope, beneficial. But I just, it was such a weird thing that they said in every fucking place I looked. Yeah. They only say yes if it benefits them also. Yeah. This is a big, a big part of it. Tall whites, not altruistic at all. No. <laughs> They're in it for themselves. But Brent, I got to tell you, I famously don't really believe in altruism. <laughs> I think everybody only does tall something. Tall whites, though. Yeah. They're real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Yeah. I do believe in tall whites, though. <laughs> um, so as an example of them being selfish, um, they refused to share their technology for crafting their engines, their, mm-hmm. their uh, interstellar uh, space travel capabilities. They wouldn't share that with us. But they were willing to share designs for other technology. Right. Um, Basically, enough to allow us to turn the Earth into a big extraterrestrial chop shop and literally would they would their come, ships. Yeah, they said they would come here with repairs needing and they had given us the designs and info to be able to make things so that they could repair their ships, but not make their engines. That's right. a good deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good deal. You guys get interstellar travel. We get Velcro. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it weren't thanks to the tall whites, I would not be wearing shoes right now. Uh, they did. T- they talked about things. Was, some of the things they said was like um, <laughs> high speed uh, network and data cabling and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Stuff that they use. Hell yeah. And then cat, cat four, shit. cat three, cat 12,000. Cat 12,000. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it fiber optic. Fiber cable. optic cable. I did not think of that word to say fiber, fiber optic. There it is. I'm like light goes through it. <laughs> you, you guys are looking at like, I know, we're looking at Brent like, uh boy, he's, he's losing a, it. He's having a moment. <laughs> this, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, uh, you're so, talking about a hollow tube? Well and then <laughs> and you pee through it? So <laughs> they said that they would they gave this information to the government and they trickled it out because the people that made it didn't know what they were. They didn't need to know what they were making it for. Right. So that you can be like, oh, I'm making fiber optic cable or this or that and the other. And then it comes into the culture and then they can buy it as needed for their ships. And no one's the wiser. Right. <laughs> ah! Right. So that brings us to oh, crafty negotiators. Story time. Ooh. 
One time, Charles Haw saw one of the damaged spaceships come in. Uh, to him, it was obvious that it had some kind of damage. Like he said, meteor damage and would obviously need high grade titanium to be fixed. We all know that shit off the dome. You've never been around spaceships. You see that needs high grade titanium. Oh, well, also, Charles Hall would know. So you see and you're like, well, clearly that's meteor damage. Right. <laughs> that's, it didn't uh, crash into the earth. It's clearly meteor damage. That's meteor damage right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he looked through the window because they had just windows on it. And uh, I guess that wouldn't be that crazy. I say that like <laughs> it's some fucking thing. But, uh, and he saw the interior and it had corridors. He said like a cruise ship and the walls were damaged. So they needed aluminum, titanium, titanium and fiber optic cables. Oh. I had just read my notes a there little bit go. further. <laughs> and so fiber this, optic cables. This sounds like a carnival cruise ship. Right. Yeah. I assume all the aliens had diarrhea and they, none of them could get out. I, I think Charles Hall doesn't understand that the tall whites are obviously a party race of aliens. <laughs> We're just partying across the galaxy. The tall whites are just Scandinavians that are just yeah. taking him yeah. for a fucking ride. Or geriatric cruisers. I mean, we really shouldn't be surprised that Charles Hall doesn't understand people having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay to party with you yes <laughs> all right i am begin. now throwing the ping pong ball <laughs> i am lobbing it in an arc of 45 degrees and it is oh it is miss the beer cup all right i will take a drink now i let me write that down that's seven sips i don't want to <laughs> overdo it i'm cutting it off at 19 i'm walking home but i don't want to fall down <laughs> uh so like we said Spoiler, people all over the place are making this shit. He said the repairs to this one ship took uh, more than six months, but they're fast in other ways. They might not be right. fast repairing, mm -hmm. but they're fast as people, like running. Uh, he said that the, the TWs, we're going to call them that because <laughs> it makes me happy, uh, could reach running speeds of 35. I like to think they clocked them out there. Go! You know, they're out <laughs> in the Mojave <laughs> Desert. With a radar gun. <laughs> you got, uh, hey, Glorp, you got up to 35 miles an hour. Mm, yes. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, the, the hairs on the back of Chuck Yeager's neck is tingling. <laughs> Who's out there on the salt flats? <laughs> Testing speeds. <laughs> Someone, someone's trying to go fast. I can ooh, feel it. I need to go fast. <laughs> I feel it. Let me get in a rocket car. I'll race them tall whites. No <laughs> He's gonna outrun me, Chuck Yeager. Hand me my alien killing gun. <laughs> which, by which I mean any gun. <laughs> uh, well, they're also fast thinking. He said that they thought their brains work. I don't know if thought, their brains work seven times faster than ours. I'm not real sure how you test that, but that's a, a, a statement. Yep. And speaking of more. The average between six and seven feet in height. Now, that's not crazy. No. Uh, but later in life, they can go upwards of nine feet. And then they know this shit because mm -hmm. they go through, he says, three stages of development in their life cycle. So the young tall whites are the most uh, reactionary. They're kids. They'll, they'll, they'll get angry. And they'll snap at you and shake. They're like, hey, you motherfucker. And, and then they got like in the middle midlife crisis type shit. And they're six to seven foot tall period where they may travel back to their home planet towards the end of this, which has less gravity than ours. So, you know, they just go back here. So they're fucking swole because they've been on our planet. Yeah. Gravity and, shit. Yeah. and that's where they grow taller um they may eventually grow up to words of like nine feet robert wadlow bullshit you know yeah. if you're familiar with them that's when the young whites have to help the old whites because wait for it they fucking droop <laughs> they start drooping <laughs> this, this like, is my new favorite part of this rereading this and relearning all this this is my new favorite part they they start to droop what would happen to tall tall beings they would droop <laughs> That's why they should stay on Earth, because, I mean... They don't grow taller. The the gravity <clears throat> makes them stronger. They get yoked out. Oh, they Vegas. look so good. Vegas. Nick Papa Giorgio. All of this. <laughs> <laughs> now, Where the this, hell's the damn, damn tour? Well, they, <laughs> no, they got to understand. All this takes a bit of time, because they live for about 800 years. <laughs> But somehow we have witnessed all this. We know all this in the 50 or so years since this has happened. Yep. But anyway, halfway through their life, they hit a growth spurt 
And that never stops until they die of organ failure. Like the, the, he described it as like giganticism where some people think, like I said earlier, like Robert Wadlow, um, he would have fit in with them. They can travel faster than light, but fuck if that alien thyroid isn't a mystery to them. Like, I guess it's kind of presumptuous to think, you know, you to think they, <laughs> they actually have a thyroid gland. Everyone I have cut open sure as hell did. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Goodness, Seabot. That is crazy, though, that they can't slow down their growth, but they can make a, you know, a, that's the thing they can do. So many, these aliens can do so many things, but they can't stop mother nature. <laughs> well, but what they can do is fit in uh, on earth, <laughs> even though, uh, they have heads that are, uh, you know, about our size, right? but they, they have large blue eyes that sit more on the sides and they're roughly twice the size of ours. Hence the, I need to wear glasses when I'm, when I'm in Vegas, Jeez. uh, they're blue with white, pupils but the men their eyes turn pink when they get older wow for, uh, some unknown reason their ears and noses are about half the size of ours i'm 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 just thinking someone listen to this and like think of like that co-worker and like yep <laughs> yep don't say pink don't say turn pink god damn it <laughs> building accounting we gotta have a talk <laughs> Uh, no teeth, just ridges because they eat plants. Who needs fucking teeth for plants? Yeah. Uh, they're still humanoid looking enough. They can pass human, like we said. And we already know because of the Vegas strip shenanigans, they love gambling. And I like to think whores. Yeah. <laughs> it seems reasonable to think that yeah. you'd go up to the rooftop. They're at the Bally's or whatever. Right. And they're in the hot tub is the tall white and, mm -hmm. you know, several Ladies of the evening. Now, the, all these tall whites are in there with a box floating next to them because they can't actually talk. <laughs> they can talk, but we can't understand them. They have mechanical boxes uh, that translate English into their language because they speak, but we can't hear. They speak at like frequencies dogs can understand and right. like that. So uh, I'll never forget my buddy had a... Uh, girlfriend and we're at a bar and he had this i don't know why he had it he had this machine and it made like a dog whistle sound mm -hmm. and like you can't hear it and this his girlfriend is at the end of the table there's like eight of us we're in this loud bar and he's hitting it just showed me this thing and this girlfriend's in the table going like looking around and shit and like i'm like she's here and i'm like what the fuck is wrong with her <laughs> <laughs> like, and you guys hear that that uh that girlfriend was actually a short haired german pointer <laughs> she was that man's best friend <laughs> <laughs> He also says they needed these boxes because they're not psychic, but they can transmit images into other people's heads. What the fuck did you make of that? They, they're not psychic, but they can transmit images into people's heads. I guess it begs the question of where do you draw the line between being psychic? What makes you psychic? What are the what's the minimum you have to do to be psychic? Like, what if your only power is to send highlights images into people's minds, can, and, but they've already been like circled all the differences? Like, <laughs> I can send you a goofus and gallant through the through my mind, yeah. <clears throat> but I can't tell what you're thinking. <laughs> this is not Charles Schultz. Who, who wrote this? You know, it's like horrible shit. Charles yeah. Hall's <laughs> walnuts. <laughs> Here he is, Charlie Tall White. <laughs> Kick the soccer ball, Leany. Liney. <laughs> womp, 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 womp. Hi, uh, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Hall talks normal in his thing. Yeah. In the Char his Charlie Brown version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, wispy long hair, thinner than humans. Uh, they're aloof skittish. Uh, but they will use force when threatened. So like that weird kid in your dorm floor in college. Also, <laughs> why not? They have lasers and they'll shoot you with them. Yeah. They these. Of course. Uh, they also have an instrument that will freeze you in place. He says it's a small pencil thin instrument that interacts with ions in our bodies. Oh, those ions. And they freeze people or stun us through the use of microwaves. Because those are words you can say and people just go, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think ions and microwaves are two of those things that yeah. just pop up over well, and over in conspiracies I, and health products. Guys, <laughs> uh, let's be honest. We all have microwaves in our homes and, and there's a defrost setting on one of them and that's why. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> like, every horrible ad before a microwave. Uh, microwave. Every horrible ad before a, 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 a YouTube video now. Or it's one of those health products it's like yeah. do you suffer from 
everything everyone's ever suffered from. <laughs> well, for $39.99.95, like I can help. You suffer from being tired when you don't get enough sleep? Oh, son of a bitch, I do. Is it cancer? Is it? <laughs> WebMD said it was cancer. <laughs> they need to use this little laser bullshit because they are fragile and they're leery of us because they say the humans are brutish. Uh, and according to Charles, you need to be careful around them uh, because you need to declare every movement. Guys, when you guys talked about them, you 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 talked about. Can you give us an example yeah. of what like an interaction with them would be? You got to be really careful with the tall whites, and so so we did a little skit to help all the listeners understand what to do if they ever right. see a tall white. You have to talk about all your actions out loud. So uh, yeah, I guess I'll play the role of uh of the uh of, of Charles Hall, and you can be the tall white. <laughs> okay. Or no, you'll be Charles Hall. I'll be the tall oh, white. Okay. Okay. Hey, <clears throat> hey, what are you doing? I'm just standing up here, tall white. Whoa, 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 what are you, what are you, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? Just moving my arms. I am now unzipping my pants here. Okay. I am now taking off my underwear. All right. Now I'm furiously masturbating. <laughs> okay, okay. As long as you declare each movement, now spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that he even spits like <laughs> Hawk Tui pew. He, he, he just opens his mouth and spit falls out. <laughs> yeah, Charles Hall definitely dribbles mustard out of his mouth. Yeah. This oh. is a great hot dog. There's mustard all over the front of you. Oops. <laughs> I'm gonna. That's Dijon. I I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna want to keep that. <laughs> Ooh, French is very nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like we said, they're they're fucking quicker than us. They're they're weaker than us. Uh, they're some are friendly, but they can all be arrogant because you know they're <laughs> we don't have like speed travel. Well, they're so, they're so, so much, much smart in this. So, so much, much faster. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They 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 when they were inter interacted with us originally, people freaked out, um, and that made them. Leary, that's why Charles was picked for the mission, literally because, literally, he said I was like the most boring motherfucker in the world. <laughs> I don't think he said it that way, uh, but he's a very matter-of-fact, no-nonsense, monotone, uh, just perfectly boring enough to interact with <laughs> aliens. Yeah, he won't offend yeah. anybody. Yeah, and they got... They, they we're the the rest stop because like I said they they live a hundred and five light years away, yeah, in it's a, a southern distance. hemisphere star because that's important I guess yeah. Uh, they also have the best tech and their starships were the most impressive and come from the furthest away of any of the gray species. He said, uh, he says he heard uh, Earth's generals talking with tall white generals about the existence of other Earth like planets out in the galaxy where there was no intelligent life yet, and the tall whites had wanted to put bases there but they are cooler than earth mm -hmm. so not like cool like oh hey, hey but like cooler <laughs> temperature so they wanted earth because we're warmer so we're going to get those one of these days humans we're going to give you those planets another great deal by the tall whites they said they said no no you can you can have those old other planets but uh you know you have to build the base there, and then uh, we get to use it to, to refuel and repair, but uh, you're not going there without us. We'll keep giving you little technology breadcrumbs, humans. Where the hell do you think all these missing POWs go? There, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> That's a lot of info from some, some dude in the six-volume thing. We're going to go to break. When we come back, how did he get all this shit? And more mouth-spitting. I think it's coming <laughs> yeah, up. That's much more. That's next on oh. Hysteria 51. Oh, wow. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Uh, Art, tell us about Charles's background. Oh, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. He was stationed at Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada, which uh, for you, uh, I mean, if. If you're a uh, Fallout New Vegas fan, you got to remember this. I've never played it. Oh, Brent. <laughs> I've never played it. I was Me looking either. for you for confirmation. No, he no, has. I know Andy no, hasn't. No, no. Damn it. Well, Hysteria Nation, Fallout New Vegas, post about it in the Hysteria Nation Facebook. I, I, don't, I don't play your hoo-ha games. <laughs> tell, us, tell Art all about it on the Hysteria 51 That's Discord right. channel. Well, he was stationed there in Nevada from 1964 to 65 to take weather readings using weather balloons 
in the Mojave Desert. Yeah, as you, as ones to do. It's like, can you get this guy as far fucking away from everyone else? <laughs> Even in the military, he's like, you are. Yeah. That's how you know you're a certified badass. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to talk about this in a minute, but, um, well, it's now, pretty funny. Said, Hall did a tour of Vietnam, and then, according to him, he scored the highest score ever recorded, ever, on the math portion of the Air Force's placement test. And he only got one question wrong out of 500. <laughs> Not bad. Andy, I'd like to see you take that test. Get a zero. <laughs> yeah, I would get zero wrong out of 500 because <laughs> I wouldn't even take it. So he was assigned to Nellis. If you don't even try. <laughs> he was assigned to Nellis Air Force Base in the Mojave. Um, his real purpose was to work out a, as a, as we said, a liaison mm-hmm. between the U.S. government and a small colony of aliens. You guessed it, the tall whites. Yep, yep. The tall whites. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked at Area Fifty Four. That's the land that was given uh, to the tall whites by the U.S. government. And like we said, he's kind of a training dummy to uh, to get these aliens used to being around human beings. He's a no nonsense, matter of fact, monotone guy. I mean, perfect yep. for these peeps. Yep. I don't find you threatening at all. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Now, Charles later proved his worth again by guiding six, not one, not two, not three, six F-105 fighters through a blind landing on a training mission using nothing more than his extensive knowledge of the wind. (laughs) That is the greatest fucking line I have ever heard in my life. Better than his six volumes. What are we supposed to do with these planes? Does anyone know the wind? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows about the wind? Hall. That man knows the wind. (laughs) He's just standing out there with one wet finger (laughs) and a bunch of leaves throwing him. Bank left, 14 degrees. <laughs> Drop eyes. your fuel. Drop your fuel, 105. <laughs> He's like looking at uh at the at like the thing on the end of the uh, goalpost in yeah. football, the wind uh yeah, the wind the flags. Wind close soccer. close your eyes. You don't need to see anything right now. <laughs> Sight will only impair your judgment. Just listen to the sound of my voice. This guy, this guy is uh like Yoda of the wind. Um, <laughs> Charles was rewarded. <laughs> Oh, lots of spit. Yeah, he just spits. Please stop spitting, sir. <laughs> just whatever way the mustard dribbles out of his mouth. Get this man some sour candy stat. <laughs> Charles was rewarded with being allowed to do weather readings out in a weather shack out in the Mojave Desert using weather balloons. That's what he got rewarded with for getting uh, yeah. one question wrong on the Air Force's math placement test. <laughs> but um, people were so afraid to do this job. That's what Charles started to learn is that the other people he would talk to who used to do this job, he learned that they all quit. No one wanted to do it. And he was like, oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to do a bang up job. Yeah, they, they talked about they were all scared about this this range for Harry. Right. This, this radioactive horse or whatever <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. And they were terrified to do the job. And he's just like, well, that's horseshit. And so he goes out to do it. Well, it turns out it's just aliens. That's yeah. all it fucking was. It's aliens. Right. I, I love that. Nobody, nobody wants to do this job. You're out in a shack in the middle of the desert. There's absolutely nothing to do. Charles Hall fucking loves this job. Goes every day to do these weather readings that he knows are pointless, that nobody's using this data. He has this confirmed. He later learned that the government was not using any of the weather data, and the only purpose that they sent people out there was to meet the aliens. Yeah, He He still did it! He said that the weather data that they'd been sending, these guys were terrified to go out there because of the aliens, so they were just making it up. Right. And no one had caught on, so they're like, well, why don't we need to do it? (laughs) Yeah. But he does it every day! He's so committed to this job. My favorite fucking part of this is see he does all this top secret shit huge clearance all this <laughs> living out in the mojave desert site 54 era 54 and promptly writes a book about it yeah. now wait for it it's a fiction book oh <laughs> just kidding because he he's like oh i came back he comes back and he goes it wasn't fiction that was a test i was testing you it was real and the government was completely fine with this. They're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, so I was reading all these comments about him. Like people are like, no, it's trickle down disclosure. That's what they let it do. They don't kill everyone that comes forward. Some of them, they <laughs> let them say it. That way we know what's going on. That way when it comes out in the, in the news, we're desensitized. <laughs> <laughs> So he's on the talk circuit, the book circuit. Uh, He's got that documentary last year. And 
give me your, you guys did this before. Give me your over under on the tall whites, Charles. What do you think? Like, is this just some guy who is grasping at straws, some guy who's mentally impaired or it's all fucking true and uh, we're dumb or I'm dumb for making fun of it? If I remember right, I think that Art and I, when we covered this on Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time, we were both pretty much the same where we felt like Charles Hall is this was his only creative outlet in his entire life. Yeah. (laughs) And he just. Took it and ran with it. Did you feel like the book got him some notoriety and he like latched onto that? Maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah. You know what? There's a, there's a point of the story that's actually very sweet. And it's that Charles Hall was, uh, you know, he he met his wife, had a big family, and um, he was he was going to write his memoirs. And uh, he, he felt a little self-conscious about it. But then his wife really encouraged him to really push this stuff out there. And that's kind of sweet. It's kind of nice. A little husband and wife duo teaming up to talk about aliens um i do agree though i think at the end of the day i think that charles hall was working a kind of boring gig at the end of his military career mm-hmm. and uh he crafted a, a narrative of some aliens that's way more fun than releasing weather balloons out in the desert i always wonder with people like this sometimes too who have told a story let's let's say it is not true do they start to believe it themselves yes you know what I mean? Like you tell something so many times, then it just becomes fact in your mind or they blur together. That's an interesting, I, I don't know the answer for, for a lot of people, but, um, you know, uh, this might be all true and, you know, egg on my face, but man, yeah, it's, true. it's, uh, it's an interesting, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know. You, you got people, the Travis Waltons, the, um, uh, Bob Lazar's of the world, right. you know, these people that have had these stories that get, you know, shit on and not shit on and debunked and undebunked. That's not even a word, but you know, yeah. and, and they stick with it. That's a hell of a life to just go, well, that's my story, you know, and, and to hear. Yeah. I think, I think you almost, if you, if you tell it enough, you almost have to start to believe it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that you can keep it up because, like Charles Hall, this is kind of his meal ticket now. Right. Like, hey, you know? go for it. Don't ever, don't ever let him see a sweat, Charles Hall. Keep going in on those uh, aliens and, uh, you know. Well, I had talked to uh, someone that the everyone, if you listen to the show, you probably heard on here before, Rob Christofferson. Him and I talk aliens all the time. And we had talked Charles Hall. So I said, hey, you got a blurb. What do you think of Charles Hall? And he sent me this. So I'm going to read this. He says, the greatest false flag operation ever conducted by an entity, aside from Popeye's fake chicken war, was pulled off by Charles Hall when he titled his book or books Millennial Hospitality. If you're expecting a boomer's guide to millennial behavior, think again. Instead, Charles (laughs) Hall regaled us with the story of an alien species too fragile to shake hands with a human being. If you can't hug an alien, is it even worth communicating with? I would say no, as I live my life like Judah Friedlander did in the music video for the Dave Matthews Band classic every day. (laughs) Hug the shit out of everyone. As for the tall whites, on a scale of one to ten, I give them a zero. With a racist name like that, they're too fragile to exist (laughs) in my brain space. Far be it from me to shit on anyone's parade, but if I were you meat sacks, I would worry about white folks from far away showing up and just wanting a bit of land. But what do I know? That's probably the takeaway from this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Charles Hall is trying to warn us all of a terrible future. Yeah, they wanted to offer us space blankets, but we said no. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to throw this out here just now, thinking about this. Tall whites are here. Hmm. All of a sudden, COVID. <laughs> COVID nineteen nineteen times whatever equals one hundred and five light oh years away. Oh my God! <laughs> We've cracked Charles Hall's code. <laughs> Vegas. I don't know. <laughs> All right, kids. That's, been, guys. Yeah, that's been our thoughts on Charles Hall and the Tall Whites. What are your thoughts? How can you tell us? Go to the Hysteria Nation. Hysteria Nation is our Facebook discussion group, and you can find it just by going to Facebook and looking up Hysteria Nation. And also, while you're on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. Patreon, patreon.com slash hysteria 51. You can hear up all night's mad, blurry hysterias, all sorts of shenanigans. We just did a, an episode, and this was true on mad, blurry hysteria. Some guy now holds the Guinness Book of World Records for holding his breath underwater for 23 minutes. I thought you were like brain dead after six minutes. This is wow. like, you can watch He's it. He's a tall white. If you want to watch it, you can actually watch the videotape the whole thing. And he broke his own record of like 19 minutes. Good Lord. Holy. 
God. I don't even know. What? Know, I don't even know if they pull him out. And he's like, goes, you know, or if he's normal. <laughs> but like, Jesus. <laughs> there was no white ring. It was hell. I was surrounded in fire. Oh, uh, one of our favorite world records is the guy that had the longest sustained note held. Oh. Uh, they play I, uh, one of those famous weird like Yanni or one of them used to try to do that where they play like one note on a on a like a on an instrument. Oh, because ah. they can rebreathe somehow. They can breathe in while oh, breathing in out. through the nose and yeah. Hmm. Which I was reading about that and I tried for about five minutes and I was going. Ah, ah, you know, <laughs> I think I did it wrong. Was there a tenacious D sketch about that? Sure. sure. And I, now I, I start some lyrics and you know I'll never stop. And I, well, it's not, well, it's not really nonstop, is it? Fuck you! <laughs> Sit in your fucking tower. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to call and leave us your longest note, 773-669-7277. That's our voicemail number. And you can find all of that on Hysteria51.com. But that's not the place you guys are supposed to be going. You guys need to follow Mr. Bunkies. Mr. Mr. Bunkies. Mr. Bunkies Spittoon Hour. Yeah. Mr. Bunkers Conspiracy Time Podcast and Spit in Your Mouth Time Hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, where can they find you? What you got going on? We, like wow. I said, you just did uh, You just did gray aliens. That's right. And now you're on here talking white aliens. You doing any like crazy plaid aliens or anything coming up? <laughs> yeah, we're doing the Scottish aliens. <laughs> That's right. Next week. Yeah, we got the Scottish aliens. They got their um, brogue box. So we can <laughs> with their intergalactic bagpipes <laughs> and their haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> um, yeah, we got some great stuff coming up. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's in store when we get back to the bunker. And, uh, nice. Uh, you know, you well, know, where can they find you guys? They can find us uh, at Mr. Bunker Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Mr. Bunker Pod. We got some uh, some fun videos on there. Stare at you and just and they can stare. They can recreate that furious masturbation scene. Yeah. Yeah. Looking into your dead That's eyes. That's true. Dead <laughs> eyes. Yeah. My, my cold, dead heart. You can find our cold, dead eyes. <laughs> and um, if you want more of our cold, dead personalities and our <laughs> horrific, cold, dead voices, you can find all of our links at uh, Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time dot com. Sweet. All right, kids. So that's been our thoughts on Charles Hall, tall aliens and Vegas and uh, all things in between. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Art. Ooh, spit in my mouth. <laughs> and I've been Andy. And I'm Charles Hall. <laughs> he spin conspiracy butt. Spit in my mouth meat sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.